Hello, our dear listeners. Uh, so, uh, first, I gotta say that this podcast was supported by LTKT, which is Lithuanian Council of Culture. And also, it's been supported by Kalba Raudonu Plitu Alos Dirptuves. So, uh, that's a local Lithuanian beer. So, okay, now, now we can start. So, uh, I think first I wanna start with some kind of intro. Uh, I just can say that there's like two artists from Latvia which are doing a residency in Hungary Ice. And I think, uh, yeah, just do a little bit of an intro. Oh, okay. Okay, which one of us starts? Which one of us starts? Ladies first? Uh, but you're younger, <laughs> I think I should. Oh, uh, this is, uh, this is the bloodbath already. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, this is perfect. This is how we want to start it. Um, so I am Paul Svietums. Um, I... Uh, I don't know really what I am. I studied uh, architecture, then I did illustration, then I did book design, then I did installations, and uh, now I'm working with images in general of installations. And uh, uh, yeah, I think it kind of all makes sense in my mind, but um, uh, if you want me to say what I am, then it's, uh, it's a bit messy. No, it's perfect. You cannot, uh, you cannot find if you don't get lost, right? Yeah, yeah, no. something like that. It's so, yeah, uh, I had like a horoscope, uh, like a Vietnamese horoscope read to me not so long ago, and it said that I'll be very lost for for until like I'm thirty or thirty-five. So I think you chose you you <laughs> you, you you chose a perfect career path. Yeah. In our career, to be lost is it's kind of a necessity, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's. It's great. I don't know what this career is, though. Mm. But yeah, <coughs> Yana. When you start talking about horoscopes, I thought that you're also going to drop your zodiac sign or something. <laughs> just, just in case, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, come on. What? Lonely Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I think I'm a Capricorn in English. Uh -huh. Capricorn. Okay. They're horrible people, I know. I think I think it just should that be stated for the for the listeners to have a full picture of us as uh, okay. as people. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you are you're fish, no? And I I am not a f I am fish because my surname. Oh yeah, means right. Fish. You're but I'm not a fish. I'm not a fish. <laughs> but I'm a water sign. I'm a Scorpio. Okay. Hello. Oh. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. My name is Jana Rybkina, and I I also do a bunch of different things. Uh, if to go down the list, it's uh, illustration, comics. Uh, I studied animation, but then decided to not do moving pictures and stay with like static imagery, mostly. I also do tattoos, and I also do ceramics. And whenever there is an opportunity, I also do workshops and teach. And also you work as a, as a, as a couple, like, do you work together mostly or uh, it's kind of separate? No, we tag team each other to like find residencies. <laughs> I, well, I think that way, but no, actually we work uh, quite separately. I think our styles and the way we work is, uh, is quite uh, different, but we're, we've been friends for a very long time. We've never had a collaboration. No. I actually, it's interesting because right now we're printing, uh, Riso at Hungry Eyes Studio, 
and some of the paper that Paulus has been using ends up in my like tryout pile for my designs. And we looked at some of the things like on top of each other, like your design on top of my illustration. And we're kind of like, oh, it actually looks kind of interesting. That could be a thing of its own. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so. not because like you together, you describe three totally different things. So if you connect together, you have six things, you know? Yeah. So it's like uh, always to juggle. We'll, we'll cover a whole arts museum soon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just like all the floors. Yeah. 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 yeah no, but we, we never, we never worked together, uh, but we've known each other for a very long time. For how long? Um, hmm. 10 years, I think. Oh. I actually, it would be interesting to look into exactly the year that we've met because I remember that it was the year that uh, Kush, uh, it's the comic publisher in Latvia, uh, Davids, who organizes it, uh, he held like a workshop with uh, Amanda Baiza, yeah. uh, the Portuguese comic artist. Yeah, yeah she's And cool uh, that's where we met. And I mm. think I was around the age of 16. Then you must have been fourteen, mm, something like that. Yeah. And I actually, I actually really remember the moment uh, that we talked. It's like I don't remember how we talked, but I remember that we had within the workshop we had to split into like um, duos to do something. Yeah. And then uh, like Amanda announced, like, "Oh, find your partner for the uh, for the exercise." And then he, we all started like looking around the room, and then our eyes locked, <laughs> and we both did the same thing. We both like pointed at each other with our like pointing finger. Dorks. Uh, and then we Aww. we were like a duo for for something that I don't even remember what we yeah. did, but yeah. but yeah, and ever since. Ever since, yeah. I, I don't remember the exact details. I, when you say I start to remember the workshop, <laughs> I, I remember I really liked Amanda Baez's work. Yeah. Um, yeah, so amazing. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> shout out to David and just like mm -hmm. curating the whole illustrator and comic maker uh, community in Latvia, I think. No, completely. I don't think that I would be where I'm at with uh, doing any sort of like published work or any, anything illustration comics based if it would not be for Davids um, David Schilter no, no? David Schilter mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sounds so fancy yeah, yeah he's well, very fancy uh, <laughs> he's Austrian what was it he's Swiss Swiss I Swiss. keep mixing those up from I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah I think he is a very um, he, he's a great community organizer in regards of like giving Latvian artists a space to meet each other, to get to know each other, um, to collaborate, and yeah, he's a very like giving, active person in in all of this. And um, yeah. okay, so shout out to the Kush Comics. You have a very nice uh, story of meeting because of him. Mm. Yeah. So shout out to them for sure. Sounds way more interesting than just like yeah, we met on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but yeah, I think to continue on. David's work and Kush comics. I think it's really a very special opportunity that and the chance that uh, it is kind of based in Riga. Um, uh, actually, when I studied uh, abroad in Scotland, um, in the city where I was, there was a comic festival, and David at that point um, asked me to actually table uh, the Kush table there, mm -hmm. and. I was extremely surprised how many people knew about the comic and how like pe how how many people bought 
Kush Comics. I I thought it was like just a local Riga thing, but no, actually it's big. No, I, but it's it's so weird. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like yeah. <clears throat> that's so true that locals are not as aware of Kush Comics as like people abroad. I mean, it also is like a bubble. I guess not everybody would know what Kush Comics is. It's like you have to be interested in comics in some sort of a way. But I remember when I went to study in Denmark, uh, a lot of my like Danish course mates, not only Danish, but like people had Kush sticker on their laptops. And I was so surprised. Really? Wow. Because at that point, I really didn't think that it's that kind of like widespread. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that um, <clears throat> uh, the I, I don't think that the the local Latvian community appreciates it enough. I yeah, think no, no, um, no. It should be getting all the possible grants from the culture ministry yeah. <laughs> and everything. But, but it's crazy how much I, I think this is. The, it's not the first time that I when I go on a tangent talking about Kush yes, comics. Yes, I'm sorry. It's like how many minutes already? <laughs> but to be fair, we've been love kind letter of, to David. Love letter to David. every day, all the time. But I think um, yeah, we've we've kind of grown up and developed as artists with Kush comics, kind of being always there and us interacting with uh, the events and the people and submitting works and getting published. So yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Kush Comics. Okay, so I think my first question, and it's kind of a question as well, like I'm presenting you as like illustrators, but one of you does tattoos and another of you does photography. And like, as I know, now you're producing work strictly for from photography in this exhibition, right? Uh, there's a bit of uh, also kind of very vector-based or like very computer-based uh, drawings so i'm oh, it's hard for me to like put a finger on what i'm interested in. i definitely don't have like a visual style that i can stick to i used to have but i kind of got bored of it i don't know and i like to change things and i think what i'm interested in is just this act of making and how you make things and the kind of a feeling or that you get from a certain kind of an object. Yeah, Sorry, another tangent. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds very pure to be honest. Like it's a it's a nice because like I think you started with architecture, then went to like more illustrations and then just went to photography. And you where did you study? I studied in Denmark in like a very very small town Viborg. It has uh, a, a university called uh, the Animation Workshop. Which is the most confusing name possible because I remember when I was looking it up, I was like, it's it's a workshop. It's <laughs> not a degree. I need a bachelor's degree. Degree on and workshops. I was, <laughs> and I was almost, I was like, I'm not going to even continue researching this because it's called the animation workshop. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, I'm not yeah. there for a weekend workshop. But no, it's like, um, it's, a, it's a great, great school. I had the best time so, there. So, so you studied animation? I actually studied 3D computer graphic arts. And um, ended up doing tattoos and illustrations. Yeah. And I think this was a little bit of this classical thing of like trying things out. Or back then I didn't think that I'm trying things out. I thought that I'm marrying myself to a career of a CG artist and going to be making like a big buck working in London or something on on Marvel movies. Actually, no, that's not what I was thinking. But that's what I think if you are money seeking you should yeah. go into that career doing that but I, I this was a classical case of try it and then figure out that it's not for you and then at least be happy that you tried it to know that that's not for you so 
this was a great experience. I'm very grateful for it, but it showed me that there are other things. Like there was a reason why I kept like being so dismissive of my 3D assignments in school and I kept like drawing in my sketchbook or, you know, things like that, like pursuing actually doing more like comics or illustrations. So what did made you pursue like a career in, in, in tattoo industry? Like, uh, uh, well, I mean, saying it, that it's a career and like pursuing it, I think it's a little bit too loud of the words for what I'm doing. I think I'm just trying to like, yeah, yeah, not, not take myself too seriously in a sense of, you know, take seriously when I'm doing it, mm. of course, but not in the sense of growing as a career tattoo artist. Um, it, it was just always being really fascinated and attracted to tattooing, to tattoo art. And then uh, a bunch of like, I think that's what you do when you, you're in your early 20s and you're a creative, you start stick and poking. Um, just using the needle instead of a machine because it's too expensive. And uh, I got my first tattoo from a friend uh, during university years who was a stick and poker. And it was such a pleasant, like nice experience of getting tattooed in her home, like very low key DIY. And I don't know, I always saw that it would be something very, I don't know, special about designing something and then um, like being honored um, to put it on somebody's skin, possibly for the rest of their life. Like, I don't necessarily think of this in like this big terms, but when I think about it, it's like, that's that's such a cool thing. But I also just really like the process. So I actually, I started tattooing in pandemic, okay. um, which was like a very weird time to start doing something where you have the, to involve other people. Yeah, other people <laughs> and, and other sterile. People's yeah. And yeah, 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 exactly. But at least it's a sterile activity in a sense. Um, but yeah, at first I was just like practicing a lot on like oranges and researching and reading up on it, like how to do it and blah, 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 like contacting my friends who have been doing it. And then I tattooed myself and then I had a eager friend who was very happy to get potentially shitty tattoo as long as it's for free <laughs> uh, shout out uh, Serge thank you very much I hope it healed well <laughs> um, it was a very ambitious first tattoo and uh, and actually I remember like uh, 2020 as the pandemic hit we had a very chill uh, summer in Latvia in Riga like a True. case per week like not too many restrictions except you couldn't leave the country I guess yeah it so was... it was very possible to start tattooing other people and then from from then on I continued. So if you would have to choose one thing that, that made tattoo fascinating to you to start doing it, is it like the process or it's, it's something, something else? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think there is something to a process. I think there is something very nice. Like there, there is also a reason why I don't pursue doing a m machine uh, work is because it's so loud and it's so like... D distracting in a way where it's like it's just in comparison to stick and poking stick and poking is so peaceful and yeah, okay. uh, in my experience also getting stick and poke is not as painful and is not as intense as the machine um, so the whole process feels like a very nice hangout okay, um, okay. so I think I, I think that I like the people aspect of it meeting people uh, tattooing them, listening to music, talking about something, maybe not talking about anything, but like, um, yeah, I th I think it's the 
the the people aspect of tattooing. How's the how's the part that like uh, you know you studied like uh, motion graphics? Now you like you you're doing comics, and the tattoo part is like it's permanent. You know, you can get it mm-hmm. removed, but it's permanent. Yeah. So how did that part felt to you? But like your work now is just like a monument on a person and like, you know, it's walking around, it's doing whatever he wants and they have just like a stamp yeah, that's on your an, artwork. You know what? I don't think much about it. Okay. Like I think, I think for me, it's like, I mean, I forget about my tattoos that I have on my body. Um, I am, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a great question. I really haven't thought much about the permanence of this thing. And then, but sometimes I do think about this, this thing, if I've done it to like a person that I am friends with, like some of my uh, closest friends have like a array of uh, tattoos, like a whole gallery of my tattoos on their body. And uh, there's a thing that I sometimes wonder if they will like look at it and think of me. Like I think that's very nice. Maybe maybe that's kind of egocentric or like selfish to think about it in these terms. But because I do that with my tattoos, I will some suddenly like realize like oh I have this thing on my arm, and then I will remember the experience of getting it from whom I got it. Uh, and yeah, it's some sort of like it's also like uh, keeping memories, keeping yeah, keep, keeping uh, yeah archiving things that happen to you in a way yeah it's like a small scar that reminds you of a person and that person did nothing bad to you mm-hmm. well i mean it was a scar <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah okay so my next question <laughs> would be about the exhibition like uh, as i said you're doing an exhibition in hungry eyes residency you're doing riso experiments workshops and like so maybe just like a couple of words of what you're trying to show in this in this exhibition that's upcoming I think we could start with a rant of uh, how inaccessible Riso printing is in Latvia. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Because I think there is one Riso machine in, somewhere in Latvia connected to the Art Academy or maybe not anymore. And it's so difficult to um, come across it and to contact the people owning it uh, it's really not uh, possible to in any way engage uh, with the process and uh, i think that's what we kind of realized uh, this spring when we kind of wanted to like do a project together over summer and then we started kind of reaching out and uh, we, I, I kind of wrote to Hungry Eyes uh, asking if... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's like you you keep saying, saying we, but to be honest, I mean, you, you've done most of the work and no, I really want to I think it's been highlight t- that because you, you were the one who had the idea to reach out to Stasella about this and you came up with a subject oh. <laughs> that we are working with, which is like distance uh, friendships. Uh do you want to actually explain how did you come up with that? Um, I mean, there's nothing much to it. I think that we have a dif- distant uh, friendship because I, I think we meet maybe three times a year if it's a good year. Um, because um, Harvestful year. <laughs> harvestful year. Because yeah. uh, we both kind of move around uh, from country to country and um, it's kind of difficult to kind of pinpoint each other and then like uh, also arrange an event or something that we do together and 
Yeah, and I think when we do meet, it's still a very close uh, friendship. And uh, uh, yeah, we've known each other for now like 11 or 12 years. Um, and yeah, and I, I just find it interesting how these kind of... Uh, like nowadays friendships with all the social media and stuff can be very distant and you can see each other very rarely but um in the meantime you have these kind of micro interactions online um and you just yeah you kind of when you see each other again you kind of start up uh from where you left off kind of and um and yeah both uh, the fact that i kind of initiated this kind of uh summer action summer workshop for both of us and just looking at the way we both kind of uh our friends it kind of was the first thing that came to my mind mm. I'm, I'm very happy that you proposed this subject i think it's very topical in my life yeah from like um moving back okay we're getting <laughs> thumbs up from the sound guy <laughs> as he's living leaving the studio he's probably taking a smoke oh, break oh a smoke break a smoke break a little ciggy okay, no, no. now, well, now we can talk about real stuff uh, uh, now we can actually start horrible uh, crazy frog crazy <laughs> yeah, frog back to crazy frog crazy conversation. frog naked crazy frog what naked. do you think naked? like what's he's packing like is it like, what do you think that's actually so true he is naked yeah, and he's like, I think he's a man, but That's also he's a frog. But you know, he he has some some boobs hanging man. off as well. I mean, so, do so we really have to gender the crazy frog? Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's sponsored by the Council of Culture. I think we have <laughs> to think, stop now. We're gonna I get it's fine. Fro <laughs> frog cancelled. Mm. Okay. What is more cultural than crazy frog? Uh, I say this and we things. can drop the subject, but like that's the that's the <laughs> not the release of exhibitions for sure. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love how we just like. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, anyway. Like yeah. So so maybe you have like a message of what you want to say in your uh, exhibition. Like, uh, what kind of idea drives you to do the setup we're gonna see and we're gonna come. I think it really is about these kind of distant relationships we have. It's both the way we exist as friends and come here and do things, and uh, the topic of the works we've done is kind of this distance and this kind of warmth you can feel for people that are quite far away from you at uh, mo most of the time. For me, it's also very... Uh, before, before I actually answer your question, it's like I want to mention how perfect it is to have this... Um, like, the fact that we're doing it at ha Hungry Eyes... Uh, being able to stay uh, in, like, sleep at Aquiles, uh, Aquile Mag Magic Dust, uh, local artist, illustrator, uh, home, and then the connection with Tassella, which I also had through Aquile, it's like, it's all really falls into the subject of the exhibition. It's just also how the residency was set up. I feel like it's this, we are friends and there is I don't feel like there is very big necessity of defining how close we are or not it's just that we are able and willing to help each other out mm -hmm. you know provide a couch if somebody needs to uh, stay over or like uh, give some contacts and directs uh, to something and blah 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 like it's it's that what kind of made me think of um, the things that I'm working on for the exhibition uh, but also, yeah, I, I just, I, I have so 
quite a few like I, I started saying like I have so many and then I was about to say friends and I was like oh flex <laughs> Jesus Christ I'm so popular no but I'm very I'm very lucky to have met a lot of people because of the like the privilege of being able to go study abroad when I was younger uh, meeting people from all over the world I mean mostly Europe but like you know all, all over the place and forming these connections where yes like you stay contacted through like social media or something of sorts and but then you're like actually like I'm sick of being like how it is for me I'm speaking from my mm -hmm. experience but like I'm sick of being in this place that I'm being at right now I have a few monies to spare uh writing to some person that I haven't spoken in a year but like we've made like a really nice connection at some like event like five years ago or something and I'm like, hey, I'm coming by your city just for fun. Can I crash on your couch? And 99.9% .9 of the time, they're like, yes. And I'm always also trying to do the same for people that I've also even made briefest connections with. Uh, so the, the project, like to answer your <laughs> initial question, I guess, what are we um, making for the exhibition? The Both of us are working on zines. Uh, that I don't know yet about you, Pauls, but I'm going to exhibit it also in like a bigger printed format on the wall. But hopefully I'm also going to be able to staple and uh, uh, put together the zine for people to flip through. And the zine is like a very, I made it within like uh, a day when I came here. Uh, and it's sort of like a little uh, like love letter to a bunch of people that live far away from me. But we've connected once, and we stay connected in whatever way we can. And I have a lot of like uh, love and appreciation for them, even though, as I mentioned in the project and the zine, it's like, unfortunately, we can't grab a coffee whenever we want. Like yeah. I can with my local friends. Just like, you know, text, like, let's go for a drink or something. I can't do that too many kilometers apart, but um, but still, still in each other's life. So... There is this thing that I like, yeah, call like a little love letter to them. And then um, I also uh, suggested that we do this little, like we put up a table and a chair at the venue and we print each of us, of the participants of the exhibition, um, print some postcards with our designs and hopefully we will have time to buy some stamps. And then the visitors can come by and have a moment to sit down and write a letter to somebody that lives um, in a different country that they wish they would be more connected with than they are currently, or like they are constantly connected with them. Doesn't matter. It's like it's it's an opportunity for them to write a postcard to somebody they love who is abroad. And the idea came from the fact that that's what me and my university friends did for some time when I had my gap year and also when uh, we kind of like graduated and uh, went different directions. Okay. And why Riso? You know, why like, uh, as you said, like you have a really, the Kush comics, they have a really good action going on in Latvia. And I think Riso print is a little bit of a budget printing, you know, so why Riso, you know, why would you like it? Is it the the method of printing? Is it the fast the, the fastness of it? Is it the, the pricing? Is it like you know why Riso? It's just so fun 
so fun because it's like instant or it's like because uh, uh, you're kind of involved in it um in a way you can you kind of have to change the paints so you can open up the machine and you take a huge part of it out and you you kind of uh, replace it with a different one and yeah and then you do there's another folding machine and so on and in general i think it's just uh you're just way more connected to the process than if you were to just use just a laser printer and so on it just gives it just kind of gives a, a different kind of a touch to to the work and it, it's kind of this labor of love i think you're doing yeah i, I think it just looks really nice like uh, for True, me it's a very <laughs> very shallow aesthetic reason and also the fact that you can be imperfect but it can also like it, it's part of the aesthetic of being imperfect like in general i think i don't like this like slick perfect things uh, in whatever art form uh, that yeah, I'm that, doing. W- that was my expectation that you're gonna say about the imperfection of of, yeah. of print you know like yeah. a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of like it because it's a uh, one of a kind thing you know everywhere yes. is gonna be like a different mistake and, and yeah. stuff like and that and actually today I had to really come to terms with the fact that that's so because I've been printing the zine that I'm making and it's been just like really skewed offset like I don't know like really <laughs> uh, very, very imperfect, uh, to say the least. And at one point I had to step back and be like, that's actually what it's meant to be. Yeah. It's, it doesn't, like if I want it perfect, like I just go to like a printing house and just do the most mm. like, I don't know, yeah. laser print perfection, blah, blah, blah. Vectorized stuff. And that's yeah. not what, yeah. and, and I agree with the process. I think it's fun to, be able to do that yourself and like take the drum out, pay, put it back, like do them. Yeah, it's it's a very fun process. Um, and actually, my first research experience I want to mention actually was also like in Lithuania. Okay. Uh, uh, Kitokia Grafika, two thousand eighteen, came here with a friend uh, Lilia from university, and we did like a week in Kaunas. Uh, printing and it was my first experience and it was very very nice um so yeah a very very sad that uh, kitokia closed i've heard well as you know like you know some some doors open so the window mm. could be blah 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 ah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> i've and heard stuff that one. like that yeah, yeah the blah blah one like <laughs> <laughs> my most favorite one as like old school Athenians used to say blah 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 Mm. Okay, so uh, and they were right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were mm-hmm. right, and in so many words, distances, words. like. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so yeah. What about one of my last questions would be just like, uh, what about the Lithuanian art scene? Like, uh, Latvian Lithuania is not so much different, but uh, as you said before, grass is green, greener when it's like on the other Baltic side. Mm-hmm. So I w- I'm just like wondering, and like I, f- I hope a lot of our speakers are gonna be like asking the same question, like, what's the, what does Lithuanian art scene look for you? Hmm. I, I just kind like you know I want to say more vibrant, but then I also feel that I really don't want to disregard the Latvian scene too much, because um, as much as I wish that it would be more active and more vibrant, but then also we're only that many people. Like there is going to be a limitation to the percentage of people who will go into doing what we do. Um, 
And there is a lot of up-and-coming artists, actually. I feel like the the workshops that Kush, for instance, organized, that is, once again, like a big part of the uh, like illustrator community in uh, Riga, more and more at workshops. When I join them, I see uh, people of a different generation, not to sound like a boomer. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I guess. Uh, we already are yeah a little bit a little bit it's like i i always was trying to refrain from becoming like bag in my day or something (laughs) not even that old no social media made us like 50 no you know it's Mm. like not even 30 but we already 50 yeah we're boomers exactly i mean uh, yeah aging at this time is like going at high speed two more years dinosaur I hope so. Which one? I would like to be the. I would love to be T Rex. I knew that you were going to say that. Did, I yeah, mean, it's, it it's just the, the simplest one. It's yeah, the first it was, one that comes was. to mind. Uh, wait, I'm going to be. Uh, Stegosaurus. I have some dinosaurs in my family. Yanosaurus. 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 That's fine to me. Um, but I see more and more young people, uh, younger people. Uh, and that's great because mm. I think the scene is going to change and maybe it's going to develop and be more active and vibrant. And I feel like. It's, it's the fun thing, but when it comes to Lithuanian scene, I think it's more, uh, it's more active. I mean, at least for the fact that you have several Riso printers yeah. in the country. <laughs> That's already, uh, to me, says something us. about that. I can only speak from the perspective of like uh, comics and illustration community. I don't know about the other art forms. Yeah. Of the of the record, you mentioned about how you see the like painting scene being more exciting in Latvia. I don't know anything about that. Okay. Uh, but in Lithuania, yeah, just just the amount of artists. And I feel like also to a certain degree, I I don't know. I feel like maybe some, like it seems like Lithuanian illustrators know how to make money better than Latvians. So if True. if I would like ask you to name a couple of names like so Oh, I cannot be on the l- record naming so num- any names. number one Lithuanian uh, illustrator for you. Well, what it will have mm. to be Aquila. I'm sleeping mm. on her floor like <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Shout I cannot be. Aquila. And what if what if I have another floor like if if she throws you out like just like Ah, so uh, so you're bargaining like uh, inviting me to I'm the, trying to get more names. Ah, more uh-huh. names. Uh-huh. Like so Lithuanians Make are pretty deal. they're pretty I think Latvians as well, like we're just like Eastern Europeans, yeah. we tend to be more depressive. Yeah. Mm. So it's very nice to, to meet Latvians because we also have some good stuff to say about mm-hmm. Lithuanians, which is uh, rare. We don't hear a lot of good stuff from each other, you know, so yeah. like more names, more names. No, I, fe- I feel like when it comes to art stuff, it's like we keep like, no, you're better, no, you're better, no, you're better. And all the jokes about the balls like constantly bashing on each other, they like really don't happen within the arts. It's like everybody's mm-hmm. love bombing nonsense. Mm. But I would say just the fact that you have a place like Hungry Eyes. Like, we... No, it's new for us as well. Don't worry. <laughs> like, How new, uh, actually? I, I forgot, like, uh, Cecilia must have told me when it's she opened it up, but... I don't know for sure, but I know one thing that everybody came to Stasado on the opening and was like, "We really needed this." Yeah. Like, so, so we have to, we have to. God knows we know we do too, but like I feel. And she's not making us uh, saying it. She's not even in the room. So for the listeners, like this is mm-hmm. this is. Uh, Stasada is the David of Lithuania. Oh, mm. would you say? In the way I, that we describe David, I don't know. We're t- we're too close. I think, ah, like uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. you know, like I I see her, I saw her differently before. I did not met her, but like when we met, 
you know it, it's like uh, we can help each other with a lot of stuff so it's like uh-huh. uh, especially with playing with her ch- like kids you <laughs> know it made me too close to her I don't uh, even have an opinion. She's just like a right. uh, good friend of mine, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Biased. You're too biased. Yeah, yeah. It's so that's why we ask Latvians, you know? Because like we're... Yeah. Uh, if, uh, it's like if you're doing something, you already know each other. So it's like we're just a bunch of friends doing something. When you think about the scale, especially you traveled as much, you know, like we have seen mm-hmm. like big scenes and a lot of people and here is just like small communities. So it's like, usually if you do something, you're already part of a, some part of community, you know? No, no so yeah, sure. so, so it's uh, very good to hear some nice words from the Baltic brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like for me, Everything what you would say that you were saying, I was like, are you talking about Lithuania or Latvia? Because I would say the same thing, you know, like, ah, yeah. oh, you have new spots. It's really good that Kush comics opened up like this and that. We don't have that kind of thing in Lithuania. Yeah. So it's it's very nice just to just to meet some Latvian brothers mm-hmm. and sisters. Mm-hmm. I, I sometimes just worry that maybe the the kind of the possibility of showcasing uh, like illustrator and comic artists work and also selling it is somehow not as in in Latvia right now as it could have I just I just keep thinking back into like last year and here I would not be able to say exactly what profit was made and how successful it was or not but like after Sabres uh, the zine festival that is actually happening like soon over the next weekend in uh, Riga um, after that, last year, they opened up, like, sort of Hungry Eyes-esque vibe shop uh, in uh, one of the galleries. Or, like, it's it's a shop, gallery, restaurant, blah, blah, blah. Galeria Istaba uh, in Riga. And it didn't stay for long. I was very confused. I was like, I saw that that's, like, a permanent thing now. And I was so excited. It had so many cool, like, prints, comic books, zines from a lot of different creators, not only Latvian. And then it uh, closed down, and then it went to be a different thing. And to be fair, it hosted another exhibition, I think, by also like some illustrator. So it keeps interacting with the local community. But we don't have a permanent thing, because I wonder if the society in Riga feels like it's not... Like, people will not want to buy print from some illustrator for 30 euros. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too pessimistic about it. Depends on how drunk they are, usually. <laughs> to be fair. I mean, so the drunkers, the, the wallet no, opens like, up, the drunkers. Uh, yeah, in Lithuania, usually we don't buy each other's artwork unless we get, like, super drunk and be like, you know... But I buying each other's artwork, artwork, I think it's the funniest thing about the art communities in small places. It's like the same, like, 20 euros being passed back and forth. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. We, it's like that, uh, that, you know, YouTube thing where you just, like, collect money, double it or whatever. So it's basically the same. We're just giving it each other... The same print, mm-hmm. the same the same 20 bucks. Yeah. This is amazing. And somebody maybe will build a house out of it. So, mm. okay. so okay, maybe before we finish, maybe we have some shout-outs to say. You already shout-outed yeah. Kush Comics, uh, Stasala, Hungry Eyes, and maybe Aquila. even some more. <laughs> oh, yeah, Aquila also. Um, more shout-outs. Munch and Paper for... Mm. Letting us no, no, no. Let's, 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 let's shout-out for real. Like, let's yeah. think of all the... 
No, just start, start shouting. Shout. Just shouting out. Just, just, just start. Like, my shouting. brain is very empty right now. It's very late. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My my thought went because to because I just saw her recently at the bar. I want to say shout out to Lotte Vilma Vitinha. Yeah. Uh, for she's a great illustrator in Riga and uh, very very successful. I think like having a lot of really great gigs and stuff uh, see her art a bunch in the city and shout out to her specifically because she got me the studio that i have so it's it's because of her so it's also like you know the the help from the local friends Mm -hmm. um like even in the most practical things not only art related yeah then I have to say shout out to Rebecca as well for kind of organizing the first festival, Sabres, and now going to organize the mm, second Rebecca one. Rebecca Lukosius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she's a great illustrator and now she's kind of turning into this like uh, mode of cu- kind of curating or kind of fostering the community and this thing about uh, there being an issue of like people buying each other's prints for 20 euros in a circle uh, maybe with this festival that she's making in quite a public um, market um, it, that it's quite trendy maybe slowly slowly it, it's gonna seep out of this bubble and uh, more people are gonna get interested in buying prints in a way and I think also coming back to back to Lotta, I think she's also breaking a lot of barriers because uh, I think yeah, um, her style is great, and I think um, I'm very pleased that uh, a lot of uh, of the advertisement industry and a lot of different industries are kind of like regarding it as something cool and they are kind of inviting her to a lot of projects because I think it opens up um, a lot of doors for a lot of other people and a lot of weird uh, drawing styles. Um, And I think, yeah, just like one person, person by person, it's just towards kind of developing the scene quite well. Yeah. Now you, you shout. I shout. Oh, more shouting. Um, Jesus Christ, I don't know. Shout out to... Us. To us, to to everybody in my life uh, Mm -hmm. who supports and loves me and Mm -hmm. who I support and love. I don't know. I don't know. Shout out. To my mom, to... <laughs> shout out to all of Can the friends. Can we just friends. talk more about Crazy Frog? I felt more emotional. Shout like, out to Crazy shout Frog. Shout out to Crazy Frog. I was not oh expecting God. this to be such a good thing. I was, uh, no, I was w- thinking w- it would be like God, last, mom, One last dad. shout out. Shout yeah. out to all the friends who will host my couch surfing in the next 15 years. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. Smart. That's smart. That's smart. That's like you, you, you come couch surfing. I wish surfing I said that first. Like, it's like, God, yeah. Now yeah. now it feels like I'm just like parroting it for the profit of having a couch. Um, but also, yeah, shout out to every single person that I'm including in the zine that I'm making. Also, like not including... Uh, shout out to Sassel. Oh, my God. Like for the, for the opportunity to... Uh, have us here yeah and to do this and shout out to you too no uh, i did nothing i just hauled the beer which is also our sponsor no, you today. did you did great i thought that we we're gonna goof more but this was very serious yeah this is probably the first time i was so silent <laughs> <laughs> you were so 
yeah it's just because we talk so much yeah but it's amazing like i usually just talk too much and yeah i'm I'm third beer in i could keep going for three more hours (laughs) yeah so thanks uh talking about shout outs it's like stasada this beer I'm holding and you are holding right now, which make us uh, a little bit looser. Mm-hmm. And also Lithuanian Council of Culture. Thank you for sponsoring our uh, podcast. Uh, thank you guys for visiting. I don't know, like, uh, shout out to all the Latvian people listening to this. Shout Bra- out Bra- to all Luke. the Lithuanian people listening yeah, they don't like. Shout out to the sound guys. Yeah, shout out to the sound guys. Shout out to the guy whose studio we're borrowing right I mean, now. We should also sh- shout out Estonians. Esto- I feel like yeah. we keep okay. Ex- like okay, you from know the what? Estonians, conversation. Estonians are you're, you're, you guys are not so slow. Like yeah, you no, legalized gay marriage. Exactly. Like, you're shout out to you. Like shout yes. out to you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I think like the last thing I would say on this podcast is probably. Shout out to Ukrainians and maybe that's Slava it. Like Slava Ukraini. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's a very nice way to finish this podcast. We're going to give a sound to our sound guys to, to cut uh, the throat of this podcast for tonight. And uh, I hope, uh, yeah, I hope I see you in the exhibition. I think when this airs, the exhibition will be already done and you will, will be like, uh, you know, withdrawing from everything. Yeah. So, withdrawing. So <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, one, one Asian friend told to me, like, oh, don't you ever get the under exhibition, uh, after exhibition blues? It's like when you're done with the exhibition, you're done with the opening, and then you just like stare into the empty world and be Wait, like, did you say one Asian friend? I'm obsessed with the fact that you mentioned the race of the friend, and this oh, is no, so no, funny. It's, uh, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm, that friend allowed me to do that. I'm not racist. No, no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> this was, this was very like. Sweet, I think, in a way. Yeah, I really wanted to to uh, flex that I w- was gross. to Asia. That you have Asian yeah, friends. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, I want. I was in in Asia once, so now it's like you're not my stay. Yeah. So, uh, Slava Ukraini once more, and uh, hope you didn't get too annoyed by our podcast. So, Ooh. see you guys soon. Achu and bye bye. Achu bye bye. Achu very much. Achu. Uh, see you next time. Mm.